Hey, hey friends. friends, it's Haley and Nicole. We are Down Home Healing. All right, hi. We are here with Sheetal. Hi, nice to meet you guys. She is the co-founder of Drink Reveal, right? Which is a really cool drink made out of um, an avocado seed. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk today about sustainability and recycling and how to think through all of that, why to worry about it, the ins and outs of it. <laughs> um, it's just me today because uh, Nicole has to be somewhere else, um, but she sends her love and energy and I'm sure we'll be posting in the comments any questions that she has that maybe we can answer down the road. Um, but to start, why don't you introduce yourself? So um, I actually did my master's in culinary arts and science, which is how I ended up realizing that we throw away too many avocado seeds and that they made their way to the landfill. And I wanted to figure out what we can do with them. And that's how Reveal was created, was when I found out that 57% of the antioxidants of the avocado are in the sea and that we throw that stuff away. Um, and I felt like it was a massive waste. And I just knew that I had the both the responsibility and the power as somebody who studied culinary arts and science to do something about this. So that's how I got like really sucked into the world of sustainability and upcycling and recycling. And now here I am. Cool. That's awesome. I only ever think of the seed as something to like plant and grow again. I've never really thought about like what's inside of the seed even like sunflower seeds or things that you like eat mm -hmm. i'm sure there's a lot in there and i knew about skins because skins like have that protective layer mm -hmm. and they like soak in the sun are there other like future projects that you're dreaming of that have to do with other food waste items yeah for <laughs> sure um i think one of the coolest things uh, and like why this company even exists is to figure out what we can do with the unloved parts of food um, because as I got into the science behind what's in the food and what's not in the food I, and like in the parts in the peels and the seeds I was starting to realize that these are really nutritious like they may not be in a format that we would enjoy eating them yeah. but there's definitely a lot of nutritional value that we can extract out of them so to be really creative out of um, kind of this space and say like, oh, maybe I can make like, I don't know, a protein powder out of maybe avocado seeds. Or um, I know that you can use avocado seeds to extract heavy metals from water. So maybe we could Whoa. use like a filtration, uh, make like a filtration device out of avocado seeds. I don't know. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And to basically use the parts that other people throw away and to create like a more sustainable food system where it's like we're using all the parts. Like we could do something with pineapple skins, pineapple leaves, pineapple cores, like strawberry tops. like. There's so, so much that we can do. Yeah, that's so exciting to think, especially in a time when a lot of people are in a food crisis and there's so much like, you know, forget the stuff that we don't even care about. There's so much food that we do care about that's thrown away just because yeah. it's like a day old or sanitation or whatever. So being able to take those pieces and make something new out of them is so revolutionary. It's like, it's amazing. Thank you. I'm really excited to work on it. And I think there's different ways that people are working on sustainability in the food space. Like there's yeah. definitely people like Phil Abundance and Sharing Excess that like take excess food and they give it to people that really need it um, and the food insecure. And then there's other people like me that are making like 
new products out of parts of food that other people would have th- thrown away. And there's people like misfits markets that are like, oh, you yeah. know, taking like imperfect produce. So there's definitely different ways to address this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really excited about the one that I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get to do stuff that's never existed before. Yeah. And this drink is delicious. I've gotten Thank to taste you. it multiple times. Um, and Sheetal and I are creating a workshop that combines Ayurveda with tastings. Um, that will be at Vitality Meditation. But yeah, let's, you know, ask some common questions that come up when we think about recycling and sustainability and resources. So one for me, like I was telling Sheetal earlier that my recycling bin is a mess because I just have no clue on like what to recycle, how to recycle, what to clean out, what not to clean out. And it just becomes this like dumping ground for anything that seems like it might be plastic. And so, um, yeah, I don't know if you have easy ways to think about recycling or you mentioned a resource that maybe we can share. Just what are your your thoughts on that, the general overwhelm of recycling? I've been reading a lot about recycling and making sure that I'm trying to recycle properly. And I struggle with that myself, even after having looked at lots of different resources. Um, but there are some really cool ones where you can like type out your zip code and it'll tell you in your area what kind of stuff that you can recycle and what you can't recycle. So we'll definitely put a link for you guys um, to that resource. But yeah. um, I think my general suggestion is going to be to wash out almost everything that you can before you put it into the recycle bin, Um, just because once it gets to the recycling facility, um, if it's soiled with food, then it could injure the people that are there, or it could jam the system. And uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so like pizza boxes. I'm such an awful person. (laughs) (laughs) So pizza boxes, like we don't know that stuff. Like I feel like it should be made more uh, that we should all be made more aware of that stuff. Yeah. But like pizza boxes can't go into the recycling bin and I hate it like I hate going to grab pizza now because I'm just like so now I am gonna throw this paper into the trash trash. oh I currently have a pizza box in my recycling I need to take out (laughs) (laughs) um something that just this reminded me of I used to have a compost bin Mm -hmm. but even like the ones in the city that are like little buckets that you leave out and Mm -hmm. they take it it started to grow so much mold and it was like toxic. Then we had maggots. So I don't know. I'm hoping you know about compost because even mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm trying my best efforts and it seems like nothing is working. Yeah. But like, just we'll keep it simple for like a city compost situation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you're supposed to do? Um, there's, <laughs> there's two options that that you have. Um, One of them is that you can sign up for a composting service that'll come and pick up your compost just like how you would pick up trash. Yeah. Um, And that's once a week. And I find once a week really hard because food starts to smell and go bad. Um, So what I normally do for that is that I put my stuff into the freezer and it's just a wet waste that I have like a little bin in my freezer where I put all of that stuff. And then just before I put it out, I like take Take it out out and put it directly onto the street (gasps) so smart Um, it definitely helps from your kitchen smelling bad and you don't want like especially in the summer it was like the worst Mm -mm, no and you have like all these fruit flies um it was like a science project the mold was like fuzzy and (laughs) weird it was more than one week 
but okay yeah. so freezer yeah that's freezer is a great place um yeah. to do that and um also if there are like local community like places that you can go to and you can actually just google that really quickly and see which is the closest one and you can go drop off your compost oh. um so those are two options um i find that it's much easier for me to compost when i have somebody coming to pick it up yeah um just because that works better with my schedule um right. and it's like ten fifteen dollars a month depending on the service that you use which is not that bad right and you can actually get the people in your community to like you can convince your neighbors and you guys can do it together yeah It'd be like a fun community thing that's so smart what a good idea <laughs> to know your neighbors yeah um she told was also mentioning earlier a question that came up about like why are sustainable products always more expensive you know like I know for myself, I don't even shop at Whole Foods because it's too much, and that's usually where a lot of these products are. Um, but yeah, do, do you have insights into that now that you're like behind the biz? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think one of the things that we were, like with to say even reveal like the avocado seed fruit right um right now i get my avocado seeds almost for free from different restaurants uh where they save them for us in their freezer until so we come smart. and pick them up <laughs> um and like it still becomes more expensive for us to produce these products um there's a lot of behind the scenes expenses that we may not realize like for me it's like i have to go to all of those restaurants to actually pick up the avocado seeds which is a right. lot of transportation costs a lot of manpower that goes in and then there's a lot of regulation um issues like nobody's ever i've never bought an avocado seed from anybody who has sold an avocado seed before okay so, yeah so it's totally like, new <laughs> it's totally new so we're setting up an entire new system of like okay this is the kind of testing this is the, these are the quality standards these are the tests that oh, we're wow. going to do and it takes a lot of trial and error and a lot of capital to figure out firstly what those tests are going to be yeah. and how you're going to organize everything it's like so you uh, can't just use any avocado seed no, so we want to make sure that the avocado seeds are safe and we want to make right. sure that they haven't been left out for too long on the countertop before they went into the freezer. We want to know that there's no mold on them. We want to keep oh like God. our consumers safe. And um, to set up that whole system is something that's happening for the very first time. So wow. that's, yeah, so there's like, there's that whole aspect. And then there's like the regulatory aspect of it where it's like, okay, I had to go and prove that there's no toxins in the avocado seed extract. Right that you know the method that we're following doesn't actually extract anything and most of the other companies that are doing upcycling have to go through the same process right and there's a lot of testing a lot of research that goes into figuring out like firstly what could potentially harm somebody how much of it is in here how much of it do we extract oh my god what is that <laughs> method and like sometimes the fda requires you to get like an animal study to get it fda approved right and if you're going to do that that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to do like a 90-day animal study so it seems like it's a lot of the like back end work to mm -hmm. make it sustainable that brings up the cost. Yeah. Okay. But in the long run, like if we were to do all of that stuff and then like if you look at it like 20 years down the line, it could be yeah. way more sustainable. But as a small business, like we can't it's just so we can't much absorb those costs. Yeah, yeah, we can't absorb those costs right now. So um, that's kind of why a lot of sustainable products are more expensive, right? Yeah. Off the get go. Wow. Until we change the system entirely. Great.
great. I'm glad that you're changing the system from the inside out. No, because <laughs> once fun. you have those things, then you know you can share them, or maybe businesses can work together mm -hmm. to create them together. Seems like there's a lot of possibility for collaboration to happen. Yeah. So like I'm thinking, I'm hoping that in the future there could be like if you go to the grocery store, you just walk in with your like your growler or whatever, yeah. and now you don't have a beverage aisle that's com like full of bottles but you just have like everything the on tap you want yeah. yeah and then you just like and same for like soap and like everything Aren't there you just places like that now there are a few yeah. um but are starting to Philly, pop up. Do i don't think so not yet sadly okay. but um i know there's a couple of places that you can get like grains and stuff like yeah, that. yeah yeah but i don't think there's anybody that does soap but Right. And like a lot of Wait, no, I think mom's does soap and stuff. I think oh, that my friend was telling me she brings all of her things there and then just fills them all up. And it's not just beans and grains anymore. It's like more items oh, that's amazing. are also in bulk, which is really cool. <laughs> that, yeah, that's so exciting. Like, I want to be able yeah. to get lotion like that. I want to be able oh, to get. That'd be crazy. Yeah, like. I want to be able to shop and live like that. And I think it just yeah. makes so much more sense to yeah. do it that way. Um, but we'll, like, we'll see. A, we'll wait. It, yeah, it's kind of go steps. step by step. <laughs> <laughs> Another question that we were thinking of, um, especially with everything right now, <laughs> is that there's this fear around reusable products for sanitation mm -hmm. so like even you know people might not want to bring their growler again and again because they're like it's got such a small top hole and like how do I get into it how do I clean it really effectively mm -hmm. and I was sharing even at the yoga studio I used to work at we had these washcloths that are kind of single use because you know one person wipes their hands they, they put it into the laundry bin but then we wash it in like really hot water but people were even hesitant to do that, let alone like a shared towel. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you have thoughts about sanitation with like these reused items, even though it helps so much, it's also like, is this spreading things? Is this dangerous? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, um, I know that it can be scary. Like it's much easier to think that this has just only ever been used once and then that's the end of that. Um, but if you look at it in the long run, that's, like 10,000, 20,000 cups of coffee that could go right. like, you know, um, into the trash can every single like say month even um, when some of the like big coffee shops right. um, and that's a lot of waste. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of the, the fears about these is that we don't know the process and we don't know if there are really processes in place and there's nobody like, oh, there's yeah. no like certification that like, hey, you, when you as a yoga studio does your washing, that you're like USDA certified or whatever. Right. Like, you know how there's mm. organic certified, like there's no processes in place that help people understand and feel like protected like and safe. Yeah. Um, and oh, I, think so that, true. I think that that's something that we need to really think about um, is to how like what this process looks like and what kind of certifi certification can people get yeah. to be able to use their products all over again and yeah. to make sure that they're safe. Um, and I, I don't know if there's anybody doing that. Um, I've never heard of that, but that makes so much sense. Even like to like bring your own mug or, mm -hmm. you know, like we had reusable cups that I would just like wash in the sink with antibacterial soap. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think having some type of signage or sheet that just has that check mark would probably make people feel a lot more comfortable yeah because it is a lot of the back work they're like i don't know how they're cleaning it i don't know what they're doing with that yeah you know? 
like we don't know if that's actually been washed but then if you're yeah. like have a process and it's like okay this is the process for this like right. if you wanted to bring in your own mug and like we don't know where that mug has been we don't know what you've been doing we don't know if you just like had a sip and then you handed it to the bartender right. we don't know but if there was like a particular process that like hey there's this little thing and it goes into here it gets washed and it gets like washed with super hot water it gets washed with soap yeah. and then it comes out and then it dries here for like 10 seconds and then they use it to to know, serve again, to serve again yeah, yeah. then it wouldn't be as scary yeah um, that's so true i didn't even think about that I think that that would be a cool, that's a yeah. cool idea. There we go. Yeah. We're giving away free business <laughs> ideas here on the Down Home Healing Podcast. <laughs> that's awesome. We kind of touched on this earlier when we were asking, like, why are they so much more expensive? But um, just like we don't see how things are getting cleaned, there's so many other resources we don't see that are being used mm -hmm. to create the sustainable option. <laughs> like, it's yeah. this crazy spiral. Um, but yeah, why don't you share what you were you were talking about earlier? Yeah, so um, I was, Haley and I, we were talking about how, like, I had a really hard time when I was deciding packaging for Reveal to choose between, like, a glass bottle and a plastic bottle. And I know that sounds so stupid because glass is a hundred times more you know sustainable than plastic but when I got into the actual numbers of it I started to realize that glass has a really high carbon footprint um, it's just so heavy that you spend so many more fo fossil fuels to transport it from one place to another and it's almost like 10 times heavier than plastic which means that you're spending 10 times more fuel to bring it from wherever it's been made all the way to my manufacturing facility and from my manufacturing facility to every like till it goes to the retailer and then from the time that it goes from the retailer to your house like all of that is like added weight and we're spending 10 times the amount of fuel and that like doesn't feel very good you know yeah. to me um and to make a glass bottle that could that may or may not go into the recycle bin like right. i don't have control over that right um i can just put like hey please recycle this and yeah. hope that the person that's drinking it will recycle it when they're done. Yeah. But that's not like in my control. Um, but on the other hand, glass is so much more like recyclable. Right. Um, and you can reuse it as many times as you want and nothing happens to it. Whereas plastic has like a maximum number of times that it can be right. reused. So while you're doing something which is like temporarily and short term, like better, um, in the long run it's, it's not, not better, better. Yeah. yeah so i think it's like about managing those two and i feel like the more sustainable options that all businesses and all people like t like choose yeah. the better it'll be like if everybody gets like if everybody's always using glass then there might be more glass processing facilities right. that are that right. pop up it's like that the supply help and us. demand thing yeah so i think that we'll kind of really have to figure out exactly how this recycling system is going to work. Yeah, I feel like um, it's not functioning. Because <laughs> yeah, it was like somebody stopped paying for the recycled goods, and so there's less ways to recycle. So then mm -hmm. I was like, well, let's compost more instead. You know, and I don't think you can compost glass or plastic, mm -mm, but no. like the paper 
like the what is it the box of water or something oh, is that compostable no, no. so like, no, what do you do recyclable. <laughs> um yeah so that's i guess that's the issue like compost is really easy um and in india they did a really good job about like helping you figure out whether it's compostable or not yeah and it's just like we call it wet waste and dry waste so if it's wet like if it comes from anything that you eat if yeah. it's like you know moist in any kind of way <laughs> then it's wet waste and if you can't eat it then it's probably dry waste so they <laughs> <laughs> so simple. Um, and it's it's like an easier way to yeah. kind of help you figure out whether it's compostable or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I know that there's like certain amount of paper, just like regular paper would be able to be composted. But also like you don't want to put newspaper into compost because newspaper has ink which has toxins which then will make like when you compost never thought of this <laughs> yeah because then it's just like when you finish composting you basically get soil right which is what you'll use to plant again, plant again right. and grow food and you don't want those toxins, toxins in, in your food so um we have to be a little careful about what we put into our compost but as yeah. long as you're putting food in there you should be fine <sighs> deep breaths <laughs> Yeah, I feel like once you get more into the details, like the yeah. the bigger the problems feel. Yeah, but at least there's small solutions, right? That's yeah, what you got to keep feeling okay about. <laughs> so yeah, we've got some things that we can work on, mm -hmm. and then as we like bite into those, then we can take bigger bites and bigger bites. Yeah, um, yeah. So why don't we close this session? We okay. always end with um, a little meditation. So. I can guide us through. That do you like? <laughs> we think of what kind of meditation. Do you or do you have a desire for a particular type of meditation right now? Um, I feel like maybe like a, everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> everything's gonna be okay. Meditation. <laughs> uh, well, let's do um, a gratitude meditation. Nicole did one in a past episode that was like gratitude for our body, but let's do like a proper gratitude meditation. Okay, I like that. So, all right. So whether you're walking, sitting, standing, just notice what is supporting you. Maybe it's a chair or the floor. And we'll start with uh, just a deep inhale, full exhale. And then draw to mind somebody you care deeply about. So really try to get the image of that person as clear as you can in your mind. It could be a partner, a caretaker, a child, even a pet. But really making the image of that person clear. And we'll send a few well wishes so, may you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. And may you experience love and kindness. So going through these a few times in your own mind just offering these well wishes. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. 
and may you experience love and kindness. And you can add any additional attributes you'd like to offer. Maybe going through once more in your own mind. And then we'll shift and you can draw to mind the image of yourself as clear as you can. Seeing yourself in your mind's eye and offering these same well wishes. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I be healthy. And may I experience love and kindness. Breathing into those well wishes. And offering them a few times to yourself. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I be healthy. And may I experience love and kindness. And we'll shift again, drawing to mind maybe someone you have a little conflict with, a little dispute, or someone you just don't know very well. Drawing to mind that person as clear as you can. And just as you would offer these well wishes to someone you love and to yourself, may this person also experience happiness. May they experience safety. May they experience good health. May they experience love and kindness. Offering these same well wishes one more time to that person you may have some conflict with. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. And may you experience love and kindness. And shifting one last time, drawing to mind anybody that has listened to this podcast, past, present, future, everyone hearing the same information, 
May we all be happy. May we all be safe. May we all be healthy. And may we experience love and kindness. All right, you can take a breath, blink the eyes open if they were closed. Thank you, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Feels very needed right now. <laughs> I agree. Cool, well thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on Friday. Bye, see you guys. Bye.